let's get into it. So, we have to shout out these new mics. <laughs> <laughs> this is our upgraded CS2 podcast, forward podcast setup. We've got a few more things coming, but this is hopefully going to be upping our podcast game. Yeah. All the gear, no idea. <laughs> Yeah, so we're going to try and, uh, I mean, it was hard getting this stuff. It was weird. It was everything. Everyone is getting all the gear right now so they can mm-hmm. do all the things from home and video and stuff. So we're yeah. slowly building it up over time. Yeah. So the audio might be good, but the, the camera setup <laughs> still a bit budget. I'll post a picture somewhere if anyone's interested. But the... Um, yeah, I mean, if you've got a webcam right now and you're in need of some money, you should take this out of that because yeah. <laughs> people are paying big bucks for webcams right now. Totally. Um, so we actually, we're going to keep this one the shortest podcast ever, right? And we've yeah. actually enforced that because we both have a call in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is how so we, we do it. People it. always say, how do you guys do it? How do you, oh, this is how we do it. We force and we actually already filmed this yesterday, but it's just the sound. Round two. Yeah, this is round two. Okay, so. I'm, I messed up a few things, so we're going to do this again. So <laughs> yeah. what are we talking about? So today, and this, I think this is a good time to talk about it because um, I've seen across my network and people I've talked to that they're needing support, but they just don't have the headcount to hire someone new um, or they're, they've lost their team, but they still need to kind of accelerate their marketing um, ops or marketing. And so they're looking at hiring consultants or agencies. And before you wrote a blog post on, you know, what are the pros and cons for hiring a B2B marketing consultant? And, um, you know, I for us, we're consultants and we're an agency. So it, it might sound like we're a mm-hmm. bit biased um, when we talk through this. But we, I think whether you hire any consultant or agency and you go down that path, there's some, some things to note um, for why you should and why you shouldn't. And I think the why you shouldn't, you'll notice, is just caveats to maybe how you should change your selection of a consultant or an mm-hmm. agency for based on your needs. Yeah, so should we go for the argument four quickly? Yeah. Um, so the first one is, you know, the argument four is, They'll never leave you, or at least not, not until you end that relationship. And I think um, we've mentioned this loads of times, but for an ops role, you see that that's like an ever-changing door kind of thing where ever, someone comes in, someone comes out. And because the demand is so high there, um, or people just burn out super fast. Um, but also in these startup to mid-sized companies, all of that knowledge goes with them because there's not this due diligence when you're working fast to actually document things. Mm -hmm. Um, But with an agency, you can be maybe even a longer lasting, you know, employee than an actual in-house employee. And so, um, you know, we've seen that when we've been working with some of our clients for five years now um, and we'll even onboard their new person. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it depends on the company you work with and their turnover right if you're working with a an individual consultant obviously the only time they're going to probably stop working with you is if they stop being a consultant anymore working with a bigger company maybe there could be some turnover but you would hope that they would have the processes in place to be able to pass that knowledge on um 
But yeah, I think that the most important thing here is that if you find the right consultant that you can create that long lasting relationship with, they ha- they're going to be that knowledge bank for you forever, hopefully uh, forever as new people start and leave. Totally. Um, next one. Next one. So they can be uh, less expensive than you think. And then on top of that, they can be even more specialized or have a deeper skill set. Mm-hmm. And so it's really hard to hire an expert in marketing ops. Like it just takes, it's so in high demand, but it's also hard to find a really good one. Or And um, a lot of those people with the really uh, large skill set or is very specialized are consultants or work for agencies. And um, so it can be cheaper just to go find that direct uh, resource that has that skill set instead of trying to hire it and then not knowing what their skill set is. Um, and so really you're paying for expertise, mm-hmm. but it's a dial that you can turn on and off, which right now is really good because you, it's harder to get rid of an employee. And mm-hmm. so this way you can dive deep into a skill, you know, find a specialized person, but also only pay for when you need to use them. Yep, for sure. And I think they, they have got the, the reps in terms of like the amount of times they've done a certain project. So they've seen it in different context and all these different ways and all the pros and cons with everything so they've got that really deep knowledge or they should have the really deep knowledge on on each individual um, area within marketing operations that you can hopefully use them for so they can provide a lot of that experience and how they've done it for different clients yeah and i think the last thing is they they could be a you know for someone who's really busy a really good consultant can just dive in and kind of help you solve your business problems. They can lead projects on their own. Um, and so it can be really good. Um, if you find that they're not low maintenance, this is the argument for against. If you find an agency who you're working with someone who's not actually doing the work, they're not able to like go into your company and figure out, you know, what are your goals? And it could create more work for you. And so that's, I think, the difference between finding a consultant or a smaller agency that's really going to be an extension of your team versus one that's a bit larger where, yes, they can work on maybe big projects for you, but having them act as almost like an employee is not really going to work. And then so some of the drawbacks, then I think one really important one, and it depends on the agency you work with, but is is who is going to be your direct point of contact and what is Mm -hmm. their experience? smaller agencies and individual consultants the person that's going to be project managing is also going to be the person that does the work and i think in my opinion that's ideal some of the larger agencies they have really great project managers which if you depending on your personal preference they can be great because they can really push you to get things done but a lot of times they might not be the person doing the work they might not have you know that decade of experience with the tools so then you're having to communicate with them in a different way you're able to, and they're collecting um, the information that they need and then passing it on to someone else. So that, you know, the, the quality of the information that's being passed across might get degraded because you're going through multiple people and maybe the end result and you may not be exactly what you hoped for and you get, might end up going through certain cycles to more cycles to get things done. Yeah. Um, and then... I- so because of that they can be expensive expensive. yeah i think that's the next thing is they can be 
expensive, but then also communication can be really difficult. So unless you have an agency that's really going to embed themselves into your tools, into your process, um, you would need definitely someone to work on the communication. You might go back and forth on emails or you're having, you know, calls um, just to get things like down the line. And so I think if you are busy and you're looking for extra help as like an employee, like I said, it might be worth looking at an agency or consultant who will actually be willing to use those tools and be part of your process. So, um, so yeah, so final thoughts, I think, you know, you might be in two different situations. If you're looking for someone who's really just going to push big projects down the line, then, um, you know, some of these downfalls might not be a huge deal. But if you are looking for a consultant agency who's really going to act as an extension of your team or be in place of employee, it's really good when you're, you know, interviewing them, figure out, can they be part of your process? Um, what's their skill set? Does it meet your needs? And how much can they work with your mm -hmm. um, group to get things done? Yeah. And so I think the final thoughts really are, it depends. And yeah. also, <laughs> but our, our, when we're really pushed to help decide this before, for clients or just people in our network or people that we know, we always say you should have someone in-house because there's a lot of value to that. They're able to be invested in the company mission. They get to know all of the people outside of marketing and sales and they can really understand um, the strategic direction of the company and put the time into that and then have you know a full-time amount of time to be able to deal with everything. Then having an extension of the team with an agency that can really support that person with bigger strategic projects and get them across the line and bring that very deep skill set. So then they have access to what other companies are doing, what is successful, what are the new tools they need to be keeping their eye on, how to implement them and everything. That can really help support them, be really good at their job. And we like to think of it as kind of like a secret weapon for them. Mm -hmm. um, and we, we find that that is the, the ideal situation. So there isn't like a, it's not a one or the other thing. I think having someone in-house and supported by an agency, that's, that's perfect. Yeah. So that's it for this week's episode of Forward. It was a relatively quick one. I think we're already late for our call. So better we're going <laughs> to get going. See you next week on Forward. Bye.